Welcome, it's that time once again, the Patriot Radio News Hour, live from the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in smoking hot Phoenix, Arizona. Get ready. Ooh, the, fir- the furnace is coming somewhere between, well, I think, what, 115 today, 117, maybe 118 tomorrow. Uh, get out the sunscreen, hide the women and children, everybody to the basement. Oh, wait, it's Arizona. There are no basements. Well, just stay inside. Uh, I don't know where to start. What a crazy, crazy weekend, right? Tiger Woods is back and was in contention at the British Open and actually got people to watch golf again. Listen, there's, you only watch golf in NASCAR for one reason. Right? Because you want to take a nap. And your wife doesn't want to watch either one of those things. Your kids don't want to watch it. You get peace and quiet. A little secret that I like to do every weekend, golf and NASCAR are on my list because that way, you know what, they tell me, Dad, just go to your room. Watch it in your bedroom, right? And it's like, okay, I mean, if you want me to, I will. So uh, all you guys out there looking for some peace and quiet, golf and NASCAR, they'll take care of you. So that's weather, sports. Uh, We'll get to all the economic data that is out there. But before we do, the physical delivery of wealth insurance. Gold and silver, it is what we do. We do it better than anybody. Nobody educates you like we do. Uh, It starts with this radio program. We also have the website at allamericangold.com. Make it part of your daily routine as we continue to improve upon the product. Uh, We're going to play a little game today. Uh, I'm going to have Glenn join us. Uh, Glenn, uh, the professor who filled in for me while I was on vacation, Jason's going to come on. Uh, Real news, fake news, nobody's really sure. One of the reasons why we are so popular and why so many people, once they find us, want to hear this show day in and day out is because we give it to you like nobody else. You don't have to worry about real news, fake news, headlines, or any of that. We give it to you straight, and that is what we do. And then, of course, we deliver the insurance that you know you're going to need. We're talking about gold and silver. Big shipping week this week, too, by the way. So uh, product coming in. When <laughs> I, I, I'm going to torture Wendy. I'm going to make her ship tomorrow. Uh, go out in the heat. The air conditioner is more. I know, right? I mean, if you, if you want, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to try it. I'm going to put, like, a pot roast in my car and bring it to work tomorrow morning and slow kick it. By the time I'm done here, uh, it'll probably be ready. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know, temperature in the car is probably going to exceed 200 degrees tomorrow. Uh, but but nonetheless, uh, we got a lot of great things that we're going to be doing all week long. Uh, some announcements that continue to come in as we, we continue uh, to make all kinds of progress uh, in, in getting this show out to everybody. And, and one of the things, and I'll just tell you, we had the biggest economic report out today was existing home sales down again uh not a good number we'll talk about that uh the president uh, all capitals he tweeted out in all caps a shot at iran 
Uh, of course, Iran was making some threats over the weekend about uh, the president wanting an oil embargo. Uh, and on the only Donald Trump fashion, just text out, yeah, hey, you're not threatening us again. That game's over. Uh, we'll see where it leads. The one thing so far that it's led to is a higher price for uh, crude oil this morning. But, well, you know, again, Friday we saw, was it Thursday or Friday, we saw the president go out and, and aggressively attack the Federal Reserve and their rate hike policy. And, and of course, it, that at least for the day stopped the slide in the Chinese renminbi this morning, a little later in the morning. Usually, China will reset its currency while all of us are asleep. Today, I don't know if this was just simply a test of the bottom and a natural market thing and it's come off, but the Chinese currency about 7 o'clock this morning hit the, hit the lows that it hit last week. Before the president came out, uh, it has since bounced off. So I don't know if this was just a, uh, what I'll call a Wall Street thing, where somebody, oh, we want to retest, and now that's going to be the new support. Or if the Chinese are getting ready to hit the button again, we'll have to watch and see. Uh, and I'll be I'll be interested to see if the president has a response to that. But we'll keep our eyes on all that. Glenn, are you with us? I am, Joe. Good morning. So, can you tell us? We got about a minute before the break. What exactly are we doing today? We are going to do a fake news detector game today. So, three stories will be ripped from the headline. Two are legitimate. One is fake. And your mission is to determine which one is fake. And if you get it, if you do it right, you might even be qualified to be a Facebook news gatekeeper. Oh. <laughs> well, listen, didn't Facebook say that? Was it the Constitution was too controversial? Yeah, I believe it was paragraph 19 of the Declaration of Independence that dealt with Native Americans. Was, uh, oh, that, it was, that it was, was too one. violent. Too, yeah. too, just, that, just that one. Just Well, there's, they probably think the whole thing's probably offensive in some sort or another. But, uh, you know, when Zuckerberg is, is ever testifying, he looks like a little kid. I think he was sitting on a pillow the last time he was before Congress, so it sat him up higher in the chair. There you go. There you go. Okay, we'll be back with Real or Fake Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back. 800 That is our toll-free number. This is the... First ever real or fake. You know, it's funny. We have to do it, right? We have to do it because today you just don't know, right? What's real? What isn't real? Uh, you know, it's funny. I'll bring up real quick before we get into the game. If you saw this weekend the Chicago Cubs baseball game, and there was a foul ball, and you know the they always got the the, the person out there that collects the foul balls, and he threw the ball to this kid. The kid dropped it, right? The kid drops it, and this guy picks it up, right? And they they go nuts that this guy. What a horrible person! He stole this ball from this kid. What they didn't know was, of course, that the guy actually got caught a foul ball earlier and actually had given it to the kid. So this was ball number two, which only the kid, the guys, right, the people around there knew, but everybody else didn't. But anyway, you know, the guy was a horrible person. 
so, so Glenn, is Jason here? Jason, are you with us? Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Ramon, are you with us? Yes. So the three of us <laughs> is going to be Jason versus me versus Ramon. And, and Glenn, you're the ringleader here. Take it away, Glenn. All right. Now, for the record, I just wanted—I want it on record here that uh, number one, I am not a Russian bot, and I am not tra- trying to change anyone's vote in any election, and I have never been or currently in the Communist Party. I don't want to get subpoenaed before Congress or indicted. So I just want that out there. Okay. So Can we blanket right, right. that to cover all of us? I, I mean, I don't know. Okay. I, I think Jason and I can fit in. I'm not sure about Ramon. Yet. There you go. Okay, so we've covered our bases. Okay, so to review the rules, there's three stories ripped from the headlines. So if you're looking at Drudge Report and, and common news media, you should be able to under, these would be out there. Okay, two stories are legitimate, one is fake, and your mission is to determine which one is fake. Okay? So here we go. So everybody good on the on the rules? Yes. Yeah, I'm ready. Yes. Okay. All right. Story one. Story one. The Air Force paid $10,000 for one toilet seat cover for a C-17 Globemaster instead of 3D printing it for $300. That's story one. Story two, a private prison that detention operators face lawsuits over $15 an hour work programs for migrants. So what happened here is private prisons holding ICE detainees are paying inmates $15 an hour to do jobs such as cleaning and working in the cafeteria but living wage proponents are saying that regular Americans are not paid that well, so they're suing, okay? And then story three, MGM Resorts is suing hundreds of victims of last year's mass shootings under an obscure, never-used law in order to avoid years of cost litigation. MGM wants the courts to determine that they have no legal liability to their survivors or the family members of that tragic shooting that happened in Las Vegas. So, real quick, just to summarize them. Story one, Air Force paid $10,000 for a toilet seat cover. Story two, private uh, detention operators are paying illegal $15 an hour to work in the prison. And then story three, MGM Resorts wants to sue victims of last year's shooting so they won't sue them. Okay, so double. Which story do you think is fake? Okay, I'm going with the toilet seat because, and there's only one reason why I'm going with that one. Uh, I, I I simply believe that our government would pay way more than that than, than just 10 grand for a toilet seat. So I think that one's the fake one. Okay, we have one for story one. Now, Ramon, which one do you think is the fake story? I agree. I, I believe it's the toilet seat. Okay, we have two for story one, okay? And Jason, which one do you think is the fake story? Yeah, Joe, Joe stole my thunder. I think it's the first one also. Okay, Definitely. so, we, so we, have, we have... That's not expensive enough. Okay, so yeah. we have three. You all want to go with story one. Air Force paid $10,000 for one toilet seat cover for a C-17 Globemaster instead of 3D printing it for $300. All right, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me do the lie detector. Here we go. All right. All right, well, well, you all, all three of you better recalibrate your tinfoil hats and your lie detectors because that is actually a true story. (laughs) What? So they're getting it cheaper than what you thought. The government's actually getting better. 
toilet seat? It's a toilet seat cover. Now, now you know, out there in Tucson, Arizona, they have the boneyard where you can go get all the spare parts, but apparently um, they can't find that part for it. So the government, though, does not have the intellectual property rights from the, from the manufacturer to 3D print it, and it would only cost them $300 if they 3D printed that part. So they have to pay the, the actual manufacturer $10,000 for that part. Can you believe that? Well, yeah, you can believe it, but... <laughs> one was fake. It was the prison. Oh, well, well, it was the prison, yeah. No, well, 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 no, well now, now story three is also a true story, mm-hmm. and that's hard. That's just unbelievable that that's, that's a true story. That's absolutely ridiculous, okay? Talking about now, the, the MGM suing. Yes, and apparently they're just trying to, to I guess, stave off the, all the lawsuits that are coming. They're trying to say that, that they did everything they could possibly do to protect the people and that, that uh, you know, they're, they're going to try to countersue these people so that they won't sue them. And there's so many unanswered questions about that Las Vegas shooting, which you could do probably five shows on if you really wanted to. But that's, that's really not your wheelhouse. That's, there's other shows that can do that. But it is interesting to know that that's what's going on. Now, as far as story two goes, I actually made this one. It's actually worse than what I made it out to be, Okay. They're actually paying the workers a dollar a day to do to work inside of the uh, facility. Can you believe that? A dollar a day. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. And yeah. and that's per government. Maybe you know what you convinced me with the fact that that uh, people were going to be upset because they were going to make more than the regular prisoners. So I, I, well, I here's bought into I, that. Yeah. Right. Well, here's where I made it worse. Uh, they're actually only paid a dollar a day for the government contract. So now the the problem, the people are suing the prison because what they're doing is, if you're convicted, you're a convicted criminal, then you qualify for the work program. These are people just being detained prior to going to a um, a immigration hearing. So that's why they're saying they're not even convicted yet. You can't make them do work, and it's a voluntary program. But you would actually make more money by building iPhones in a Chinese. A sweatshop for Foxconn than you would working in this prison. Can you believe that? <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Uh, don't go to prison yeah. is the moral to Glenn's story. Okay, so we all struck out on that one. What's the next one? Okay, well, that, that, was, our, that was our three stories for the day. Uh, that, that's the fake news detector. So, oh. you guys, we, we got we to gotta go back and, and put on our, adjust our thinking caps and our, our, uh, our tinfoil hats to, to do better next time. So, but those are the three. Now, it's interesting. You can go on on now. If you talk about fake news, it's almost impossible anymore to listen to the news and try to determine that if this is fake or if this is real, depending on what source you get. Because you know, both sides are kind of biased. You know, Fox is kind of biased to the right, and uh, you know they claim they're middle of the road, but you can tell they're more to the right of center than anybody else. And then, of course, MS. LSD, it's definitely off to the left, definitely, and and uh, you know, but you have to you have to be a critical thinker, and that's why people listen to your show, Joe, because you have a smart audience that listens in, and you provide them great, great cutting edge uh, material here, don't you think? Well, we try. Listen, this has always been, you know, especially with the advent of all of the new. Maybe it started with cable TV, and now, of course, you've got all the social media stuff and. For, and, and really, and you're so right, it's just turned into, and it doesn't matter what side, right? Whether it's you're leaning left, you're leaning right, they all are, they just want to sensationalize 
everything, right? Nobody wants to just dig in and 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 try to figure out what is real, what isn't real. Uh, everybody has, a, I guess, a, a an agenda, right? Uh, if you if you are one of those people that like to watch the the, the stock channels, right? So for for those direct TV owners out there, 350 to 360, right? If you're watching those, for, right, they, they always want to give you the best spin possible, right? And, and same thing when, it, <coughs> excuse me, when you're doing politics, either side, they want to make the other side look as worse as possible. And, and it's gotten to the point where I think most people just don't listen anymore. Yeah, and I'm a gun rights guy, so when I watch a, uh, either read a story or watch a report on TV, that's obviously where the reporter doesn't even know which end of the gun the bullet comes out of. It just it, it makes drives me crazy. I want to yell at the screen, kind of like you know. I, I encouraged your your listeners last week when I'd ask questions like yell at your radio because you know radio's theater of the mind. Say the answer and, and think of how many times have you ever yelled at at the radio or the TV when you're watching? What do you think about that, Jason? Yeah, I, I as I've learned the politics and the uh, the news of the day and watched it really close for the last bunch of years. If if I don't see it in front of me or if I'm not holding it in my hand, I always I suspect the truth of it right off the bat. I I almost don't believe anything. I I, I have to really get a lot of information before I step forward and say, okay, I believe this. So mostly, if it's not in front of my face, if I haven't experienced it or I don't have it holding in my hand, I don't believe it. <laughs> That's my philosophy. You know what? And I think about that too. And you're right, right? I'm this. I'm I'm getting to be the same way. Where at least, and of course for me, it's something. We, I, and I think for all of us, right? We all have passion for it. We all want to go in, and and I'm always digging for myself and and looking uh, at all of the information before I make a decision. And and the sad part is, is. Probably what eighty five ninety percent of the articles out there are not really giving you all of the facts, right? They, you know, when when you're when you catch your children, you know, your children they're always testing, right? I got an eighteen year old, a fifteen year old, and they're always trying to test my wife and I. One of the ways they get around the well, I didn't lie, is they omit certain details. Right, and of course, us as parents, and you know, our kids aren't that smart. They don't realize that we were, uh, yeah, we were teenagers too, you know. So we're able uh, to figure out all the omittances that are out there. But that's what they do. All of them, all of the, all of these articles out there, they always omit certain things that would actually change how people would view the news. And I think it's really led to. How radicalized all of these people are out there now. People, they're so upset because all of the new, wherever they're going for their news, they omit all the same things. So they have a, a, a distorted view of what a Trump supporter is or a distorted view of, of if you want to go the other way, of Bernie Sanders or whatever it may be. And, and people get, they're upset and they're angry and, and it's, it's something where, quite honestly, right, as the inequality uh, that the Federal Reserve has created in this country, I think it's something that's only going to get worse. Oh, I agree with you. And a lot of the a lot of the news that you're looking at, it's also very biased towards uh, like a company or somebody that's trying to sell you something. So you get all the way through the article, and then down at the bottom, 
It's like, oh, yeah, and sign up for our free newsletter. And then once you do that, you're getting a million texts and phone calls and bombarded with, with sales pitches, which no one wants. Well, you know what? It's funny what? you bring that up because that's one of the things that, that really separates us from everybody else out there. We don't have free reports. You know what we do? We got something better than a free report. We got a website that we update five days a week. I mean, we, we do every week. You get hundreds of articles and videos to educate yourself and understand what's happening out there. We don't call our customers. We have, we have no, uh, you know, the, the, what I'll call the boiler room, right, where you got all the guys on the phone, and all they want you to do is call for a free report so they can bombard you with phone calls and emails and all. We don't do any of that stuff. Uh, we, we respect your pri- privacy, and we treat you with honesty and respect, and hopefully that's why you do business with us. Glenn, thank you so much for Real or Fake. Jason, thank you as well. We'll get to the news when we get back. Can we do the operation? Is the head dead yet? You know the boys in the newsroom got a running bet. Get the window on the set. We need This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Americans depend on our doctors for a lot of things, but political advice is not one of them. The American Medical Association, which represents about one-fourth of America's practicing physicians, has officially declared that ownership and use of firearms is a, quote, serious threat to public health. They are likely to put their money where their mouth is by allocating some of the AMA's $21 million lobbying budget to this issue. This just shows how close the left has come to the end of their rope when it comes to fighting the Second Amendment. They cannot get any real grassroots support to take away the guns of law-abiding American citizens, so they call in these multi-million dollar organizations to intimidate and strong-arm legislators. As long as there are liberal doctors in the world, the fight to preserve the Second Amendment will continue. However, what the AMA lacks and will always lack is the firm grassroots pro-gun support that permeates to the very deepest roots of American culture. It is hard to imagine an issue which has been under such brutal assault by liberals and moderates. Commentators call us murderers. Some unabashedly call us the American equivalent of Al-Qaeda terrorists. The nicer commentators only call us complicit in the death of children. No matter how ludicrous the claims, these commentators are never called out by the mainstream media for mischaracterizations or even outright lies. In fact, the media are often the first to broadcast these lies. For all of their money and free publicity, the gun control crowd cannot seem to get their arguments straight. In one breath, they compare our president to a totalitarian dictator, But in the very next, they ask him to confiscate everyone's guns. This total lack of common sense is an insult to the open dialogue they purport to seek. Despite all this pressure, victory is still possible for defenders of our right to bear arms. An indomitable resistance to tyranny still throbs in the heart of every American patriot. As long as that is the case... We need only make our voices heard to ensure that leftist anti-gun policies never gain a foothold in our republic. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. It's time to hear the truth, not the media lies, about gun rights. At phyllisschlafly.com, we've got strategies to protect American citizens, protect ourselves, and protect the Second Amendment. For the latest on the constitutionally protected right to bear arms, go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. Apparently, uh, the president, his attack on the dollar not working uh, as pretty much the only thing up today is the dollar. Uh, the Chinese renminbi has now it's right near, right back near that 6.8 uh, was the low number last week, right now sitting at 6.79. Uh, right at this moment, Japan over the weekend, another being, you know, we got to follow this stuff, right? Because this is really ultimately now, uh, because of what globalization has done, has a huge impact on what it is that is going to happen, not only uh, here at home, but globally as well. The, uh, the, the Japanese throwing their hands up, their central bank saying, we will buy every, every, single 10-year, 7-year, 5-year note that the Japanese government's offering, trying to drive down its currency, again, you know, because they can't get the inflation, right? You know, that, you know what uh, that, that mythical creature called inflation, so that, that has got uh, the dollar now back up, rising again, so we'll have to continue to monitor that situation is Really, it seems like the rest of the world has decided this is how we're going to deal with it, right? No, nobody's going to is making any concessions on trade, and now they're they're all out there devaluing their currency. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see. Today, the big economic report out today was existing home sales uh, fell again, so pretty much a clean sweep. Uh, in the spring selling season, which is the big season, right? April, May, June, uh, and then, you know, throw July in there as well. But those are the big four months of housing. Uh, we got the June number in uh, down again for the third straight month, uh, year over year now. Home sales are down over two and a half percent, and and of course, like I said, these are the big ones. So it's it, look for this number. I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the year we could see home sales down 4 or 5%, uh, something that the only time we've seen this was during the crash. Uh, so this is something to keep our eye on. Here was the other big piece of that median home price. All-time record high, 276 thousand nine hundred. So let's just run. Call it two hundred and seventy-seven thousand. That's for an average home. And and really think about this. This is something. By the way, uh, that's a five point two percent increase, right? And again, they're telling us there's no inflation. And and I know Wendy will will tell you this. We have done a record amount of sales in the last. Let's say the last year of parents selling gold so their children could buy a house. And really, when I talk to these people, and I get it, 
right? They, you know, they, they want their kids and their grandkids to, to live the American dream, have a place that's their own, you know. You don't, you don't throw your money away on rent and all that, right? I get it, right? Because this is what they, they promised us and told us this is what you need to do. Smart, when you talk to these customers, they did it right. They went to school. They got their degree. They've got a decent job. You know, they, they, they've got a, a real job, right? Right, And, and they, they do okay. A lot of these people, when I'm talking to them, they're like, well, yeah, you know, makes sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000, can't afford the house, right? Can't, can't come up with a down payment. And, and and you start thinking about it. Here's the funny thing is, 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 is all of us out there, and I know a lot of you are like, yeah, either you've done it, right, or you know people that have done it. I, I think all of us know more than one adult who, who are a parent or grandparent who's lent money to their child or grandchild just for a down payment. And now you, you see the price, 277000 this number was like, I don't know, a hundred and twenty thousand in two thousand. And the Federal Reserve says there's no inflation because apparently you can pay rent adjusted. I don't even know what that means. And why is it? And you know, and one of the things, and they keep talking, oh, there's no supply. And actually, believe it or not, supply has been rising all summer long. Not a lot. It's only, you know, it's still only at 4.3 months. That's the supply of homes. And they always say, you know, six months is what we want. But that's really not true. What there's no supply of are homes for 100 grand, 150 grand, 200 grand. Right? They don't exist. And when they are, right, it's all cash. The the number today, I want to say something like one out of every four homes sold, existing homes sold, all cash. And, and you start thinking about why is there no supply? What changed? What happened? Well, you go back and really you just go right back again. These are policies that the bankers put into place that have have made the situation in this country even worse. First, they bailed out all of these banks. They took the homes away from all of us. Right? The citizenry you lost. Now, granted, some people got to stay in their own, what, two, three years without a mortgage, but most people, right, their homes got taken. Where did those homes go? Have you ever really, how many of you know people who lost their homes and now know, oh, that's a rental house? Over half of my friends in Anthem lost their homes. That's a true story. Almost everyone, with the exception of a couple, every one of them is a rental house. Who bought these homes? Was it uh, your neighbor? Uh-uh. It wasn't your neighbor. What, was it the guy down the street? Was it some, uh, you know, uh, guy that's trying to build a real estate portfolio? No, it was the bank. Hedge funds and, and subsidiaries, right? And how did they do it? Well, 
government helped them out. Said, you know what? Instead of putting these homes up for auction one by one, and this, they let these banks create a, a subsidiary and buy homes by the thousands. Right, and what homes were they buying? Right, they weren't buying the million-dollar homes. They were buying all the cheap ones. Now, all of a sudden, nobody can afford a house. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. So we know about like the soybean farmers, right, and all of those being at the. Uh, the forefront of the trade disputes that are currently going on. And today, more bad news. This time, Japan, an ally of the United States, uh, uh, Prime Minister Abe's uh, Commerce Secretary came out today and said Japan has no interest in conducting a one-on-one trade agreement with the United States and says that it will not enter into talks uh, with the U.S. on a, I guess, country-to-country trade scenario. Uh, And again, and we have to expect that we've got to be willing, right, it's going to be a price to pay uh, to get a better deal. Because let's face it, why none of these countries want to renegotiate, right? I I want to see the first country that says, yeah, please, let's renegotiate, right? Because that would mean, hey, we got a bad deal. Right? The only country begging for, we want a new deal, is us. Right? <laughs> I mean, think about it. We really wrote trade deals with every country that was bad for America. Right? Because, yeah, have you heard, not one country... Right, and he's come out and said, yeah, let's renegotiate. Call me up. President Trump, here's my number. Call me. Not one. Well, it's starting to spread. Uh, This was out of the Wall Street Journal this morning. Uh, All the meat producing, so the ranchers, right, the hog farmers, chicken, turkey, beef, uh, stockpiles now in the United States. Uh, are up 8% year-over-year, right near an all-time record high, the amount of meat which is in, quote-unquote, cold storage. So when a processor processes, uh, they process it, and then it gets put into, you know, the freezer, right? And And they, as they get to, you know, to it, the stuff that was processed, you know, a month ago goes first, and the one that goes today sits in cold storage and, and waits for uh, the demand to be there. Uh, product now piling up. We're right there. We're essentially uh, at an all-time record high right near 2.5 billion pounds of meat now in cold storage. The, the numbers for July are just getting ready to come in. Well, I guess these would be numbers for June. They're going to come in next week. Uh, but already uh, Mexico, which is one of the – actually, believe it or not, we sell more pork to Mexico than we do to China, which is saying something. Uh, going to be uh, – the tariff there going to go to 20% uh, starting next month. It's already at 10% in response to the steel and aluminum tariffs. And they said that sales to Mexico have slowed dramatically. And I would imagine sales to China have slowed dramatically. 
so again, maybe that'll be good news for us. We may maybe we'll see some cheaper uh, prices at the grocery store. Uh, but so far right now, uh, producers are starting to cut hours. And, and, of course, farmers out there, the ranchers out there, I'm sure they're they're not going to be investing a whole bunch of money until this thing gets shaken out. Uh, and then, again, like I said, news today, Japan said no dice, right? We don't want to talk to just the United States. And, uh, really, uh, this is going to go on for a little while. Today, uh, really, and I want to, this was out of Goldman Sachs. And this is something, you know what, Eric used to talk about this a lot. Where is the, outside of the, you know, the one percenters, where's the rest of the wealth, right? So if you're 45 to 75, for most Americans, where's that wealth, right? It's in a 401k or an IRA, right? It's in the stock market. And, and most of these people, right, we know 10,000 people a day retire. Uh, and we've talked, you know, here and there we, about liquidity of the market, volumes of the market. And, and I tell it, you know, at least three, four, five times a year, I'll tell you, volumes are half. When I first started back in 03, 04, Volumes, you know, we've got a, a machine here, a DTM machine. It's got a direct feed to Wall Street, and we get uh, NASDAQ volumes, New York Stock Exchange volume. It's half, and actually probably more like uh, down down 60%. I mean, because used, used to be the NYSE, 2 billion shares would trade every day. And a big day would be like 3 billion. Today, most days, it's 700 million shares. A big day would be like 1.2 billion, and and then uh, Goldman Sachs, uh, Morgan Stanley as well, becoming the latest to join a growing concern over the market's ever declining liquidity, and this is going to be a big big problem, right? Because without liquidity in the markets, what do we get? We get all these big drops and big moves. It's not your imagination. Large moves are becoming more common in the market. And and according to Goldman Sachs, in their derivative trading market, right? So this is the market we don't even see, right? We don't even know uh, what are, what's in these derivatives. Liquidity is both hard to define and hard to monitor. Volumes. And the ease of execution can all be metrics of liquidity. The metric is easy uh, of the ease of executing a large trade, for example. What would be the impact of selling a billion dollars of a contract? The utmost importance of hedgers and volatility traders and even more unmeasurable number of what could be the market impact of large orders. And of course, what are they talking about? They're talking about large buy orders? No. What is going to be the impact of large sell orders? Well, Goldman Sachs kind of has an idea. I'll share that with you next. Final segment on this Monday, just to finish here with Goldman Sachs. They said that bid 
ask. Right? So when you think about liquidity, uh, one of the first things that comes to mind is, right, uh, you know, how many people, you know, are wanting to buy? Down 50%. When you think about, I was telling you, right, volumes from when I started, down 50% as far as shares traded. Now, Goldman says down 50%, but here's what they said is, is the issue. That the reduced available trading sizes compounded with a market that may be ready to head into a slowdown is going to, uh, well, going to add problems to the depth of the sell-off. In other words, Goldman says, uh, we're going to get an oversized sell-off, and that's really kind of what, what would I expect. I think we've had an oversized rebound. Going to have an oversized sell It's it's just so few dollars trying to chase the same thing, right? Everybody right now, right? Everyone's in the same stock: Apple, Google, Facebook, Netflix. Right? Those are the only stocks anybody owns. Uh, so so just one of those things, you know. And I know a lot of our wealth is there. Of course, why is it there? Because that's where they told us to put it. Uh, and now liquidity is backed way off. And this is not just, you know, the liquidity that I talk about. It, you know, that's that's what I can see. But now uh, what, what Goldman's talking about is the liquidity in the derivatives market, right? We're really, let's face it, that's probably where the market really gets made in these dark pools that none of us know anything about. And now they're out saying, hey, it's disappeared. And and now that could lead to major problems. Of course, they never worry about it on the upside, right? You, you, you don't hear them saying, oh, well, you know what? If you try to buy too much, we're going to stop you. They never do that, right? It's always on the sell side. Uh, so just one more thing to put in your cap before uh, we head out uh, for the day today. Uh, Wall Street kind of flat, started down, fell more on the existing home sales data it's come back a little bit. I, I don't know why. There, I, I don't. I haven't seen anything out there. Uh, gold's been down all day. Uh, started with that retest of the remember. Remember now, we're watching that, right? The Chinese currency going to be the indicator for gold. Right now, gold's down six twelve hundred twenty four dollars. Silver's down uh, with it about fourteen cents, fifteen dollars and thirty eight cents on, on silver. Uh, we still have some rolls of dimes and quarters up in Colorado. Not very many. I think we got maybe forty, maybe forty rolls of quarters at one thirty, and then we have about I think Jason said we had about sixty rolls of dimes. May have been forty. Let's say forty rolls of dimes uh, at sixty five dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That's that's going to do it for us today. We'll see what tomorrow brings. Uh, the big thing we'll be watching for is what happens uh, with the Renembi. Are we going to break lower again? There was speculation over the weekend that China was going to prepare for a massive one-day sell-off move. Uh, this morning, China did did come out and say that, that they weren't looking to do that. But it doesn't look like the market believes them because it's right here at the bottom again. So we'll have to keep our eyes on that. 800 951 0592. Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.